In this week's Fastest 4 Minutes in Finance, it's your chance to get more than just four minutes of finance. Hello and thanks for watching This Week, I'm Scott Inman. On August 22nd, we had the opportunity to bring to Little Rock the Chief Economist for LPL Financial, Dr. Jeffrey Roach. He joined us for a Q&A with GenWealth, our clients, their guests, discussing the economy, the market, and how investors should prepare for the next 12 months. We discussed everything from the U.S. debt to inflation to the 2024 presidential election and the stock market to Dr. Roach's latest take on the odds of a recession. He and the LPL research team still believe the economy will enter recession late this year or early in 2024, but that it will not be a long or deep recession. Here's an excerpt from that discussion. So one of the reasons why we're not in recession yet is because we have had uh, so much stimulus injected into our economy from mm -hmm. a year and a half ago. And that excess savings is still providing a lot of impetus for spending. We were one of the bazillion people traveling this summer. So we've had this pent up demand for travel. Remember 2021, it was all about goods. You know, you're going on your Amazon app and, and purchasing goods. There's been this shift toward this massive demand for services. Uh, TSA throughput numbers are above 2019 levels. So just measuring the number of people coming through uh, security. We went to Italy in May with my family. We thought we were smart and we beat the, the rush. No, we didn't. <laughs> There's still this pent-up demand for services, leisure, hospitality, the travel, particularly one of the service sectors. Uh, that's starting to wane, but it hasn't slowed down enough to even show up in the broader economy. But once that does, once that spending splurge finishes, I think there's a there's a chance, a, a likelihood that we get a, a, a short and shallow recession, perhaps by the beginning of next year, maybe even as early as uh, the end of this year. What's your best thought on what short is as far as duration? Definitions matter, right? What's yeah. short? Well, post-World War II, recessions average about 10 months. We think we'll be below average, okay. so less than less than ten months. Okay. Uh, and part of that is because you know you think about banking. You know, I started my career in two thousand four, coming out of graduate school. My first job, my first project, no kidding, on the trading floor for Bank of America. They say, okay, here's the the young kid that uh, you know. What can we use him for? We'll just get our random projects. Here's the project for you. Can you do? Can you just do some research on this acronym CDO? collateralized debt obligations and CLOs, collateralized loan obligations. So if you were guys were around in that time, uh, you know what those acronyms are. But uh, if you don't know, count your blessings. Uh, we don't have that kind of an environment today. So the 04, 05 period, a lot more risky than where we are, say, you know, coming out 2021, 22, 23, here we are today. So what does that mean for the stock market? Well, the LPL research team released their mid-year outlook this summer, and their fair value target for the S&P 500 is in a range from 4,300 to 4,400. Now, as of this recording, the index is trading at 4,413. This would suggest very little upside for stocks for the remainder of the year. Now, it is important to note that a fair value target is not a prediction of where the market will actually be, but rather where it should be and the market often trades higher. There are also assumptions made by how LPL arrived at that fair value target. What happens with inflation and the Federal Reserve's decisions on interest rates 
can play a part in changing the market performance. But as interest rates potentially level off and bond yields are attractive, there may be more flows into bonds and flows away from stocks for a short time. Take a look at this chart. This chart tracks what is called the risk premium of the S&P 500 index. Now that's basically used to identify the potential reward of investing in stocks above and beyond the potential reward of investing in bonds. It's determined by the earnings yield of the index minus the 10-year U.S. Treasury yield. And that's a lot to follow, but the takeaway of this chart is that the top of the chart indicates when stocks are cheaper than bonds, thereby becoming more attractive to investors. The bottom shaded area indicates when stocks are more expensive and could become less attractive. And we are currently right on the line. The takeaway here is that the stock market volatility may increase in the near term as a recession, interest rate hikes, and other variables continue to work themselves out. But remember what Jeffrey Roach indicated. A recession is expected to be short-lived, and stocks are still a great long-term investment. If you'd like to hear more from the Q&A event with Jeffrey Roach, tune in to next week's Get Ready for the Future show on radio or look for it where you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and GenWealth Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial.